Welcome, it's SB Pod. Stand for Steve. Scott Van Pelt with you. Best week of the year. Assess. Wow. Right off the get. Oh, man. Because we don't really have to work much, probably it's in the upper Bingo. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're doing a podcast, we're doing a show, and then I'm going to get shot out of a cannon. And we're gone for a little bit. You got, I don't know, what's it called? Feast week? I don't know. Call it whatever you want. I, we got games. Maui's back. Yeah. It's so great to see Maui. I don't know if I've ever talked about it here. Maybe I did on the radio. I feel like I had to have. You, if you love college basketball, just you gotta go to Lahaina. It's the coolest thing in the world. It's a high school gym. It's bleachers you pull out, wooden bleachers you pull out. It's like that, like blue double door that's made out of metal. That if you open it, you just be walking outside in the middle of Maui, and just I don't. It's just fun to to see that. Years ago, it was it was Gonzaga, so my guy Neil Everett was there. It was Wisconsin, so Andy North was there. I went with Maryland. Uh, it was such a blast, but watching Monday games from from Maui. Now you got the World Cup in the mix. Mm. You got Thanksgiving Day games, and you got no work. All the rivalry games in the sport. It just never ends. The fun never ends. The action never ends. The windows <laughs> cobble together some something of interest. Uh-huh. I don't I don't know if it's the best week of the year, but I know it's an awesome week. You forgot the biggest one. What? Aunt Sonia Noggy. Oh, Thanksgiving morning. And it looks like let's... 45 and sunny. Now, for folks that are from that area, you guys know what Valley New Year is. For folks around the country that don't know Valley New Year, <laughs> how, Steve, do you best explain what all goes into Valley New Year? I'll just say it's the biggest night for bars in the area. And everybody comes back. Where I'm actually going back, uh, fired up. Hey, going to, incoming. Going we, got, we got a big one Wednesday night. My nephew with Amity playing North Haven. And then we got Ansonia Noggy. Uh, God, it's over 100 times they've played. I know everybody's in their state playoffs. Connecticut's different. They have a terrible playoff system now. But Thanksgiving Day means, means everything. And, uh, Noggy's got one loss. Sony's undefeated. There's state playoffs after this, but this this is the one. Uh, Noggy stopped a long losing streak last year, and uh, that's your Connecticut football update. Okay, love that. I was wondering today, because we're going to do Bad Beats tonight, which features Stanford Cal total. Yeah. The axe. Your senior year, who who had, who had got the axe? Uh, 4-0 here against Cal, Scott, just so, just so people know. Um, there's hey, no, Max uh, Homa. Hey, new yeah. dad. Yeah. I'm actually surprised I haven't heard from him. I'm, sh- I'm I thought for sure him and Morikawa would have some little message, but I'm way below those guys. Like they're, you know, yeah, no, they they're, don't, they're, they they're, don't. they're at a whole different level. No, man. Uh, it was, it was one of the best things ever uh, to be able to do. I actually had a catch of the first quarter of my senior year. We had the win and we clinched to go to the Rose bowl and I caught a ball trying to get by the guy, put my hand on the ground and there going at my elbow dislocated. But to be all, I don't go, I don't know, perked up, whatever, big old <laughs> sling on, put the t-shirt on the hat and have that rose in your mouth, man. That, that was something. I mean, I look at those pictures like that. That's a day that, that, that was a day and uh, was able to get healthy enough to play obviously in the Rose bowl. But um, 
No, that was awesome. I I just, I I, like, I was driving in and like, I know we're going to do it on bad beats. And like, I really like watch a coach saw after the game, like they played well enough to win. And then they just couldn't stop turning the ball over. But just the idea, like, this is how selfish I am and how lucky I was, or I don't know um, if luck's the right word, but not having to ever lose to those people is, was (laughs) so fun because they suck to lose to they're they're the worst and i i've i've, I've broken down a lot and wore another team wore another you know lost a couple bet i actually lost a bet this year because i bet somebody from notre dame i was like if stanford beats notre dame this year i'll wear a notre dame shirt on the show and i did that last thursday i'll never ever wear that 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 other school yeah prince is but, the man that told us that forever is a mighty long time so you know never ever is a uh, I, I hear what you're saying, but you know, it's just listening to you describe this and I, people listening, you can't see the smile on the guy's face that I, I see as he's describing it. That That's what makes this weekend amazing no from doubt. a rivalry perspective. You know, Egg Bowl. All right. Does it lose some of the luster because Mississippi State and Mississippi have had some losses? Maybe from a national perspective, but I'll promise you in the state of Mississippi, it hasn't lost one bit of it. It it shouldn't be rivalry, Scott. It should just be hate week because well, these is. teams hate each other. That's what it is. And people yeah. love to hate now. Like, that's the cool thing to do. <laughs> and that's what it is, man. This is this is genuine hate. It's not pent up over something you saw or something you read. This that's is real. just you, you see the cool. You see the colors. You see the same faces. That's that. That's where the hate is generated. So. Maybe some of what we're describing here and thinking about how much it matters, how much uh, this week means, maybe some of that plays into Illinois hanging around as long as they did against Michigan. Mm -hmm. I'd say there's more to it than that. That's a really good defense. No doubt. Corum got hurt for Michigan, which is really, really troubling. Um, But they look, they've got a really good kicker, but they needed him or they lose. Ohio State, look, they, they've typically beaten Maryland by a million. Maryland's had a couple occasions in College Park. Once they had a two-point conversion to beat them in overtime. Just missed a, an open dude. And then this week, uh, where it's a three-point game, they got a stop and got the ball back. And I think human nature is powerful. Ohio State and Michigan, no. We're, we're double-digit favorites over Illinois and Maryland, respectively. We're supposed to win. And ultimately, they both did. But I, I don't think you can underestimate and hearing Steve talk about how much it mattered to him, you know, to beat that rival and think of what the stakes are for both Ohio State and Michigan. And you heard Jim Harbaugh talk about it, just what an honor it is to play this team in this stadium on this stage with these stakes. And there's just that's perfectly said, you know, in sports, you couldn't ask for anything more than it to mean everything. And it does. No doubt. Shout out to the snake pit this past Saturday to actually have people in the building in College Park. It was awesome. It was, uh, a, and it was a lot of Buckeye fans for sure. No doubt. But the roar for the turf was louder. That's all you want at home. You understand people are going to travel nowadays and seeing how crazy that Ohio State fan base is. I'm sure when they play in College Park, they buy season tickets just for this game. And good good for them. Like, if, whatever you get a chance, if you're that big of a fan to go see your team, I, I'm all in for. And I hear we, you. Kid, we kid with the 11 Warriors and all those people. I mean, they are crazy, but man, they show up and they support. And it was a really, really good atmosphere. And there was some, 
There was some hammering and hawing, man. When Maryland it was a good, got it, was it. A, it was a good football game. Maryland, yeah. look, look, Maryland had two. You were at the game in Wisconsin where they just, you know, bad weather, but they just didn't compete. And then it was no. even worse at Penn State. And that's that's the that's the bummer from from when you're when you're at the level Maryland is, where you're just you're hoping to make it to a bowl and you're hoping to you know take steps forward. A, a game like Ohio State, where you you actually trade punches and you're in the arena and it is a four quarter game. Is this loser talk? I hear you if you no. say that, but I disagree because when you're trying to climb, it's a step forward, even though you lose. I, I want to say this: you can't say anything because you're the Maryland guy, and you 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 you're out on you're out there. Okay, and I, right. I'm just going right. to say this: the goal this year for Maryland was obviously a bowl game and, and be as good as you can. But there also was this bar, and Maryland fans know this more than anybody. When you've played those three teams in previous years, you've got the you've got the kicked out of you Correct. and the bar was to where are we now where are we now when we play those teams they go to ann arbor and that's a touchdown game and that's a really tight game probably up until this week michigan's toughest game of the year and then you go and do that against ohio state there is growth there and i don't want to hear about this stuff same old maryland like go go ask go ask ryan day and, and jim harbaugh what they think about maryland this year compared to last year and, and i will the- guarantee guarantee they're different there's a difference a different opinion from last year it it, it really it, it'll really bum out Maryland fans though because the you know Penn State just obliterated him and that's just such a uh it's yep. not even you can't call it a rivalry it's just the record's the record and it's yeah. been completely dominated by uh by Penn State but I think what we're what we're speaking to very specifically because you were at the game and you talk about the environment or whatever but I think being Ohio State being Michigan, being Duke basketball, being on the level where every game you play is the other team's biggest game, that's got to be exhausting, you know? And that's why I think for TCU, I admire so much what they've done this year because they haven't been this. They haven't been Goliath, and they still aren't, frankly. Mm -hmm. They were an underdog at Texas um, where they dominated. But they've had to get off the mat. They've had to pull some rabbits out of hats, and they win on the gun at Baylor, I'm sure Baylor kind of looks back at that possession they had where they could have gotten a first down and ended the game, and they were really conservative. Um, you opened the door and let let Duggan drive him down there and get to within field goal range. But I want you to explain something to people. Yes, because please, watching <laughs> watching the end game, I watched Duggan clock it on second down. Mm-hmm. I watched him run it on third. I watched a team run out on the field. I watched the snap the the holder look up at the kicker for a beat then another beat as if to say you good they snapped it snap hold kick all good tcu still unbeaten and you had you're my favorite thing game thread twitter full freakout mode as if what they were watching was some complete like they a bastardization of of, of what you're supposed to do Actually, the play for them is called bazooka. And uh-huh. Steve, how much do you run that? You run that situation more than anything. You run you run it more than two minutes. You run it every Friday. I'll tell you what, what you did when we played. Every Friday we had our walkthrough. And before walkthrough, you know, you check the depth chart just to make sure, all right, here, here's where you are. Here's the ones. There's the twos. And then, you know, you would run out. Punt team. Okay, so-and-so's down. 
who's next. And it's just to get that thing. Because in a game, man, I'm telling you, you have guys that are playing different sides of the ball that are playing the same special team. Communication is huge, and guys need to know who's next up. And, and you know, things happen in game really, really fast. And you don't know because you're not on the field. You know, you're on the field and they're off the field. You don't know who's hurt. But it's just a communication thing. But at the end of that, everything, ours was bingo. And it would just, Coach, you would be standing there waiting, and he'd try and catch you off guard. And be like, all right, alert bingo, alert bingo. Everybody knew, all right, first extra point team, and boom, whistle would blow, bingo, balls on the 37. And I think the magic number back then was from, from the runner being down to being spotted where you could get it off, I think it was 19 seconds. I think that was it. And obviously you would try and catch it, you know, in, inside 15 or whatever. But right. you practice that scenario nonstop. The, before the drive, those guys are on the sidelines. Hey, alert bingo here. You got to be, we got to be ready to go. So-and-so's already out there. I'm the tight end. I'm the wing. All right. So-and-so's coming out. Those guys got to know on the field too. So that, that scenario is practiced more than any scenario I would guess in college football. At least it was when I played. Uh, I know it was a while ago, but that thing, Hearing people, and that's I'm at the Maryland game walking in. All right, let me see how the game's ended. And it's just, oh my God, TCU almost blew it. TCU almost blew it. I'm like, what the hell happened? They were losing the whole time. What could have happened? Then I see the scenario. I'm like, oh man, I'm like, people, just relax. They, you know, they see a little, see a little frantic situation. That's 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 coaching, man. That that's situational stuff right there that is handled, and TCU could not have handled it better. I get it. It's a monstrous kick, but when you're in the moment, you're like, all right, alert, bingo, we're good. We're good to go. We're going on the field. We're ready to go. Our kicker's done this a million times, and, and shout out to them. They did it again. At least the people that are tailing um, the opponent for TCU finally, finally got a cover. cover. Finally got a cover because it's been a lean couple weeks for I those mean, they, people, man. Woo! And, and, and it, it's always a bummer because I think when you take the points against that fan base thinks you hate them. I don't hate your team. Has nothing to do. I t- look. I went against Tennessee all year, and I got my clock clean. I went against them again. It's not because I hated them. It's just because the spots seem like. I, can you just keep covering every week? Because that seems like it mostly doesn't happen. It finally, uh, the this unfortunately, and shout to Hendon Hooker, man. That guy. Everyone that oh. talks about him says he's just the best. Uh, just the kind of guy you love. Incredible story. Authored an incredible story. And I, I hate look. Losing's one thing. The blowout is whatever, but him getting hurt just yeah. sucks. I mean, it's just it's the unfortunate reality of the sport. And it was non-contact, and I hate it for him. And I also hate this for Tennessee. You made the point the other night. The way seasons go, mm-hmm. the way it's such a blur and it's going a hundred miles an hour. And in the moment, it's like, man, yeah, they beat Bama and everybody had cigars, and there were a hundred thousand people in the field, and it was incredible. And the offense was nuts. But then Georgia beats them soundly. Then they get rocked by South Carolina. And outside of that passionate Vol fan base, this year that they had, forgotten is a harsh way of saying it. It's just it won't be remembered the way it could have been. And that's the harsh reality of this sport. Uh, Yeah, I I would just replace could have been as should have been because it is still phenomenal what he's done and what that team has done. And absolutely. I know we've talked about that fan base many times on here. I can't imagine what it was like waking up Sunday after watching that. Cause you, you, you got, I'm guessing 
it wasn't an early night after he watched that game. They ran out of fireworks. Yeah. I'm like, just saying, you know, I'm they had more gonna... touch. They had more touchdowns in that one game than they had the entire SEC season. Correct. So there was no need when you when you went to Frank's firework emporium. Like, how many do we need? I don't know how many touchdowns you reckon you're gonna score. I don't know. We don't need we don't need ten, do we? Ah, you'll be all right. Here's like I got seven or eight of them. Well, we're out of fireworks, man. That's that's the sport in a nutshell. And you mm. know what? Like good for good for five points in South Carolina. They had a night, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, Tennessee had a bunch of great nights, uh, and they had a, they've had an excellent season. It's just it's sometimes it lands. The dismount is not often what anyone wants it to be. And look, there's only one team that's going to be happy in the end. Actually, four will be happy when the when the process gets sorted. Georgia's a lock, yeah. Yeah. Now. I mean, if they lose to Georgia Tech, yep. that that's the caveat. Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out now after what happened. I, good luck. Yeah, <laughs> it's, well, SC's the SC's the real interesting one to me. Mm-hmm. Um, they win they win a close game over UCLA, where both quarterbacks were spectacular, and then DTR made one too many mistakes. End of the first half was killed them. I think mm-hmm. if you look back, if you look back at it, no doubt. Wheels kind of fell off there for a minute. They still steadied themselves, but um, we said last week, this is the most valuable player in college football, and you saw why. Mm-hmm. He's all of it. I just wanted to make it just because, A, I thought there was zero chance they could, and I love it when I'm wrong, like mm-hmm. this wrong, because I was just laughed at the suggestion that you could, that as bad as their defense was last year, that you could this quickly figure it out. Here we are. Yeah. They, they they got a chance, man. They got a chance. I I I do wonder how does the Ohio State Michigan game go. I wonder if the fact that let's say Michigan in particular needed a, a kick late would be held against them, or if people mostly just forget that you won close games. Because if we're going to hold close games against you, then TCU's out um, because they won too many close games. I think that's dumb. If you win, mm-hmm. you win. Uh, but I guess there's a chance that it could that, that that the loser from that game could make it. I just don't think I, I don't think the 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 momentum of the moment would allow that to happen because somebody will have won that that the the clamoring will be for say it's SC. Ah, you got to put you got to got to put SC in. Um, I think, but I, I good luck. You said it best. Yeah, they, I mean, just just let the games play. Seriously, I, I know yeah, I know people fine. out there need. That's fine need radio topics and stuff like that. <laughs> well, God bless a, this you. is a podcast. We can do what we want. I know. I know. But I know people have to talk about it because it's, it's, you know, certain listeners, uh, you know, wheelhouse and that stuff. But I mean, you don't know. I mean, the worst thing I think that could happen is if possibly Clemson ACC champion backs in because that people are talking about TCU is going to be an underdog in those games. They're going to be a monster underdog against Georgia. I mean, they got crushed by Notre Dame. Yeah. Crushed. And they're going to play a North Carolina team who just lost to Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. So I, what, what's their win? What's Clemson's? That, they me. don't have one. No. They're, they're, there's no, there's nothing Wake's, on the Wake's falling off a cliff. Thought that was a good win earlier in the year. And it was at the time, but yeah. I mean, but since then, I mean, 
maybe this is just me being guilty of, of the fatigue of them always being in the playoff, but I don't think that's it. I just think I'm objectively looking at them this year and what, what they are is a really good college team, but they're not one of the four best teams in America. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, if you're them, just keep winning games. You know, look now that South Carolina game suddenly got a little more shiny. Yeah, so you got a you got a chance to make a you know something of a of a statement against them. Although the week before that, South Carolina was getting their doors blown off by Florida, who just lost to Vandy. Mm-hmm. So like, who the hell? You know, this sport, man. Like, <laughs> you start going down the road, you could tie yourself in a knot. You can't with, with, make sense of it, right? So that's the best part of it. It is, but it's but when it comes time to differentiating, I think you just have to say, who do you think is better? You know, like SC or Clemson, and I just say, okay, well, I'm going to bet USC could score a lot because <laughs> of that quarterback, and I'm guessing that Clemson wouldn't score as much, even though SC's defense isn't great. Mm-hmm. That's my Cliff's notes of what my guess would be if they played. Um, Were you a big Cliff's notes guy? Or did you just steal them from other people? I just cheated a lot. (laughs) I would cheat a lot. We'd set up the flying V. We'd get one guy in the front that we thought had a smart person. Then you'd go back one to the left, back one to the right. V, the V for victory. I was at the, I was at the back. I was on. I've told this story. I was on the back of the flying Pi Kappa Alpha V, (laughs) and the two, and there were two people in the chain in front of me that had taken mushrooms. Not 24 hours before. So I was banking on people that had been on hallucinogenics to to accurately go A, B, C, or D. And I was the last on the chain. It was a pass fail. I was convinced walking out, this is an F. Somehow we got a P. Mm. So I, I didn't bathe myself in honor during my collegiate days in class. Okay. But here we are. SV pod. We're breaking it down. Yeah. Vivid seats wants you to get to the games you love this spring experience. Every pitch assist and game winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step towards a free 11th ticket with vivid seats rewards score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code SVP. That's code SVP. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Let's pivot to the NFL, shall we? Do it. The Chiefs feel inevitable to me. When I watch them, I don't care what you're ahead by. I just think they're going to beat you. And then mostly they do. I I can't think of what would suck more than to be the Chiefs. Mm. Excuse me, to be the Chargers. Like, you you know he's doing it to you. And then he does. And because the Bills have not looked great for a little chunk here, like the Road's going to go through Arrowhead again, I think. Wow. Wow. Okay. Isn't it? I'm not there yet. Okay. I still think Buffalo. I, I get. I want it to be Buffalo just because I want to see home playoff games in that stadium. Got but, it. Uh, but that's me rooting. I'm not. I, I'm, I think. I just. That's what everybody, I, look, everybody I know, wants that. 
of course, of course, me and the world. And yeah. I know Buffalo beat them. I watched it happen. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know. Get every time they they you force a punt with them, I'm like, wow, that was pretty good. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> I know because Mahomes either runs for the first, finds somebody open, or they get a flag, and Mahomes is pointing. And mm. I like him as a guy, but when I'm watching him and he's pointing, I hate it because I'm like, oh great, they got another friggin' flag. <laughs> it's just like he's good enough. You know what I mean? It's and I'm not and I'm I'm not I don't root for anybody that they go against. And I love greatness in athletics. I just think that when, when somebody already is a cheat code, it's like you ought to be able to hold Kelsey. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You ought to be able to have a legal contact, a little extra shoulder rub. But I feel like they feel inevitable. You don't. That's fine. Uh, I have another quarterback hot take. Oh. I don't know how hot this take is. Zach Wilson can't do it. Joe Flacco has more touchdown passes than him. Think about that. Like Sal is saying on Monday, everything's on the table. And I don't think it's Wilson's fault. I mean, I, I, I said it as diplomatically as I could when he was coming out of BYU. And it was a little bit of the Daniel Jones. Like people, Giant fans hated me because they thought the night that Daniel Jones got picked sixth, I was like, not once watching this guy did I think I was looking at the sixth pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. And that's not, a, it, that's not a knock on him. It's no. just an honest observation of what I saw. Yep. And you go, wow, really? Okay, so this was like the COVID year. And BYU's playing whoever they're playing, and I get it. He had monster numbers, but I said a thousand times that year. I watched them play Navy week one, and at no point in that game had you told me, this dude's going to be the second pick in the draft. I just said, are you on hallucinogenics? <laughs> what are you talking about? And and this is after they took Sam Darnold with a top three pick two years earlier, and they're like, nope, he can't do it. We need that guy. Well, he can't do it. He can't do it. And maybe playing the Patriots twice in like four weeks is, I mean, that looks like a pretty bad recipe. Yeah. Because they torture young quarterbacks. They sure do. I mean, they got Darnold. Mm-hmm. I think Ellinger for the Colts had 120 yards of offense. The Jets had 100 yards. I mean, all you've seen all the stats. They had more punts than completions and this and that. You just said it. Joe Flacco's got more touchdowns than, than Wilson. And I don't think it's his fault. I just think when you get picked that high, in that city, you're put in a position where, and they punted on the guy before you. Now you better be great. And maybe, maybe saying he can't do it is 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 too harsh. But I don't know. He can't do it at the level New York needs him to do it at for him to be the guy there. And that just, I don't know, man. You mentioned you're rooting for the playoff games in Buffalo. I am rooting for Joe Flacco led Jets team to go to the playoffs. That would be so awesome to because see. You, People wouldn't be, they won't be able to handle it, especially no, because, Jet fans. Well, playoff I mean, show is a different animal, bro. If Look he at the ever numbers. does it, they're going to want to sign him to like a 10-year deal. <laughs> That's be the how new they Gino are. Smith. Gino Flacco. <laughs> Look, man, he – I don't know. He, he could say he's washed, but, I mean, he's, he's done it at one point. I don't the know. The offense is totally different. Totally different. And I mean, I don't know if you guys know this about me. I've never played quarterback, not in the pros, not anywhere. But you see some of these, and I get that it was windy. I mean, folk at the crossbar from 44, which is like, wow, that's unusual. Mm. But some of the people that are just butt ass naked and the throws are just not close. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. 
Are you still going to say Ezekiel Elliott's better than Pollard? Uh, did I ever say that? <laughs> I mean, as a as a proud roster of Jera is on an island with that one, man. Well, look, it was clear they wanted to make sure that, that Zeke got that last touchdown after the Brown catch because Pollard already had a couple. Here's the thing. You don't need to get to the one for 20 to score. No. You can just give him the ball in space and let him run. Holy smokes. Man, that guy is good. He's a bad, 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 bad agent. Mm. Shout out to Cordero Patterson. Nine touchdown returns on kickoffs. What's up? All right. You're good on the NFL. You want to move to what? Yeah. Yeah. You said, you know, the Chiefs don't do a lot of punting. Yeah. There's another team in the area. They yep. don't have anybody that has a license, but they're not punting. They're not pun- I don't think they punted in three weeks. Is that true? You're talking about, you're talking about the Texans? You're talking about the red hot Texans. Talking about the four-win-in-a-row Texans kid ball. Bethesda flag football Saturday mornings. What's up? Look, man. How many points? How many points you score this week? 50-burger. Wow. The, shout to the Packers. Packers were game. They they had a couple youngsters that made some blank-to-the-field scores. They were scoring at a rapid clip. Our defense is not, not to the level. I don't think anybody's defense is You want to know why? I fi- it took me a while. When you're six, you can practice catching. <laughs> Running is just an innate human instinct. You just sort of can run. Yeah. You want to know what's a skill that you have to practice to be good at? Grabbing the flag yes. of someone running past you. Yeah. And so we have flags. Uh, they, it's somewhere along the way, like, got a football and you got flags with it. And let me tell you what, what kids in my house, if you ask them to clean the playroom, if you ask them to eat, Broccoli, or you ask him, do you want to practice grabbing flags? Flags is third. Okay. Yeah. No one wants to practice that. And so, starting with my son, let me just say, I, he doesn't listen to the pod. <laughs> He's not great at grabbing the flag. He gets to the kid. Yeah. As well as anyone. Good instincts. But man, does he suck pulling the flag. And so we've had a lot of like length of the field runs because there's like we're, we got guys running side by side with the ball carrier. So I'm a little concerned about our defense. Our offense ain't a problem. We got difference makers. We got people scoring multiple tutties. I there might be a concern though. Starting to be a little grumbling from some of the difference makers not getting enough touches. Oh man, here we go. Uh, Here we could, go now. Now, as proud as we were, building. Uh, as proud as we were in the locker room week one mm. after the Raider debac- uh, the, the after the Raiders debacled us, and everyone stayed together. Mm. That was a unified locker room. We had a couple of youngsters that walked off that field. One was heard muttering, "He never throws me the ball." Wow, was this I, the player or the mom? Nope, none of the moms. Okay. Not, not, right. we, we're not moms at that point yet. We're not, right. at, parents are all on. At, parents are all. This Saturday, everyone was just freezing. It was like twenty. Mm. Um, no one. No, parents are all just happy that the kids are having fun. Mm. Uh, there were a couple of six-year-olds that would would like okay. a few more looks, a few more targets. I don't know how yeah. we're gonna man. I don't know how we manage that moving forward. Uh, I do. But, yeah. What we <laughs> come on out to the parking lot. Yep. You open the tailgate. And you say, <laughs> "Sit down." We're going to have a little conversation right now. Right, here, Before you go home, yep. this is what you're going to do next week. That's it. Be a, be a good teammate. Yes. Cheer cheer when the other guy scores. 
Correct. If, if, if he scores, we score. I have an idea for the but, but I think one I think one kid I said there's no I in team, but he said, Yeah, but there is an M and E in that motherfucker. <laughs> oh wait, that was Kobe. <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't one of our six year olds. No six year old said MF her. <laughs> but it, it, no, I mean the, the truth is kids, you know, you know what? Every kid is wide open because we got great scheme now. Um yeah. and you you're just trying to get everybody involved. And and you know, it's it's been good fun. We're going to miss a game this week, though. We're going to be out of town, and um, my son's bye despond. Week. Bye week. Bye week. I think anyway. we might need to We might need to do that. We might need to reach out to the other team and go, come on, it's Thanksgiving Sunday. Yeah, push it back. I mean, I know a guy that decided it was a bye week for him. Isn't going to be here Sunday night. <laughs> I'll be here solo. Don't worry about me, but I know somebody that's got a bye week. Valley New Year. That's going to linger into Sunday, evidently. Um, I got an idea for the league. A what league? Our league? Your league. La- okay. Like I was hoping, I guess Kid people ball? were taking vacation. No, Turkey Bowl. Take the uh-huh. flags off. Dad's involved. Full tackle on tackle. With the with the dads? Yeah. Nah, man. I, <laughs> I, I think that, that Raiders head coach would be. Get you lined up on a tilt tough. on the nose? Come Although on. We, I, we, did spot, we did spot the former Maryland QB. Oh. He's back out there slinging. The question was asked, do you actually have any kids on this team? <laughs> <laughs> well, we got tremendous responses there. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Great. I don't know if the well, I mean, again, you've got high level D1 quarterbacks. So he'd be he'd be putting it on the numbers. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I just, you know, the level of level of investment. Of, of the, and I mean, you know, you got an old guy like me. I pop an Achilles. I can't have that. No, no, no injuries. So okay. no, we're just we'll just cheer for the youngsters and try to keep their minds right. Okay. All right. You didn't get to watch the whole game, but I know you were checking in on your friends with the Outlaws. Oh, the Diablos. The Diablos. Yep. What are their three takeaways from the tie? Really bad result. Really, um, really bad result, as I understand it now. Let me make this clear. I'm all for the United States of America, and I'm all for the cheering, and that's great. It seems like people on the timeline are really know a lot about the international football. Mm. I don't. So I defer to their areas of expertise. But it seems that once England beat Iran 6-2, the concern was you you really need to beat Wales, and you're up 1-0. One, one mm. And... Um, they couldn't they couldn't get that one couldn't get the result couldn't get those three points and now it would appear that there's grave concern about the united states ability to get out of the group stage i mean are they the worst or no they're the worst they're fans the of, wor- fan, i'll tell you right of, now fans I, of us soccer yes yes them he, okay let let's be let's be let's be diplomatic mhm i I appreciate the support, right? Correct. And there's and the passion is 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 a blast to see. Mm-hmm. It just feels a bit like if you cheered for Vanderbilt in the SEC, mm-hmm. who might who by the way might go to a bowl game this year. Maybe. Well, that's a nice little turnaround down there in Nashville. Can we get a redo of the greatest internet video ever? Fidel's dancing when they when they beat Tennessee. Um, but my point is, go ahead. 
that this is the perfect exercise. If Vanderbilt makes it to a bowl game, just like talking about Maryland earlier, there are levels to this, and mm-hmm. that would represent progress. And there's nothing wrong with being proud of the progress of that program because mm-hmm. you took a step forward. But you're not on the level with Georgia or Alabama or mm-hmm. LSU or any of them that have been great, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But they don't. I don't think they invest on that level where they think they ought to be or someday might. And it feels to me like a lot of the and, and like going back to the Rosillo days with Saruti, like he's probably the most the most the, the guy that we worked with that there was like he loves it. And I appreciate that. But like historically, have they ever been truly a great side? Well, no. How many wins do they have in the, beyond the group stage? Mm. Not a, not a lot, Mm-mm. and so I guess I guess I don't. They're you say are they the worst? What what makes them the worst? They're the worst because here's why. Okay, <laughs> okay. if I had to wait eight years to watch my team play, okay, and uh-huh. I did and they didn't lose, I'll be damned if I was going to be pissed off about a result. You still have England. You still have Iran, the team that England beat six two. Go beat out them. and win the games. Beat them. Why can't we beat them? What have they ever done? Like enjoy enjoy watching your you waited eight years to watch the team on this on this stage and now you, and now you're gonna go like this and then everybody everybody is a coach everybody knows all the all the things enjoy it man it doesn't come around like that's the best part of this I'm watching the games like I I, I enjoy watching these World Cup games but man like why are you gonna just quit right away oh we we really needed the win you're not out of it you're not out of it everything's it in just- your control. I feel like the one common denominator when it comes to the people that really cheer for the U.S. men's national team is they it, they always blame the coach. Yes, it, it was oh. it, it was it's always the coach's fault, and it's like, well, okay, but what if, when have we ever been great? So if we're historically soccer Vanderbilt, then just try to be set a reasonable expectation. And now, now I guess the I guess the counter to that would be, well, okay, if we had a lead and a goal lead feels significant, mm-hmm. I mean, what's the equivalent of a goal? Say it's ten points. Say if we had a ten point lead over one of these teams, we need to beat, then we need to hang on to that lead. I, I get all that, yeah. But again, there are sides that are Georgia and Ohio State and Alabama, and and the United States isn't one of them. Nope. And so I, I never know. This is why I always ask Taylor Twelman to, to help me on like what, what's a, what's reasonable. Give me the reasonable expectation. And he said, "This is a really young team. This, this might be the ramp up to twenty six. You got the, got it here. Need to be ready to roll then." But no one's waiting four more years to, to care or to, or to be bummed out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know enough to know. But I'll never tell people not to care. I just think you just no, you just have, you just yeah. And you're not doing that either. No, I'm just they're going about it fun. the whole wrong way. Enjoy it more. Yeah. Do you slice your turkey for the family? I do. How many nibbles do you take before you make your plate? <laughs> you got to be really careful with that because you can you can get it can get dangerous. <laughs> Let me tell you one. Thing. I imagine I, you right there. With the I turkey, get, I'm right by the stove, and then yep. the gravy, the gravy's yep. warming on the yep. stove. 
Yep. You're, you, you, the key maybe is maybe a little key, dip. Maybe a little is <laughs> a really sharp knife. You just get a little shaving. You just get a little bit of the shaving, and you can kind of you can kind of wad it up into a little like almost like a turkey dip. You can throw that in the give yourself a turkey lipper. <laughs> but no, I'm professional. Like the, the, get the get the breast like a Nerf football, and you cut mm. it into like those perfect you know inch long little chunks. But let me tell you something. When I get done carving the leg, oh. it looks like an M80 went off. Okay. There's, I don't know how to do it. It's just, I just end up pulling shreds of it off. And I'm, I, if you cook the turkey properly, the breast meat, people are like, oh, it's too dry. Not if you do, not if you know how to cook a turkey. If yeah. people are like, the, the good news is, if you like the dark meat, then you can have it. The bad news is, again, it, it's like you'll ask yourself, did someone cut this or did they use, low-grade munitions to explode the leg off of the carcass because it does not appear to have been cut. Um, all it right. is also, one, just one last thing. If you have kids, when you, when you take the leg off, give your kid the leg and say, take a bite and look at their face and see how the hell am I supposed to take a bite out of it? It's fantastic. It's what am I, a cannibal? My, my favorite thing I do every year, and they, they hate it, but now, now it's fun. Okay. Well, listen, uh, we're thankful for y'all out there. Thanks for, yep. for making, uh, making like it's a zillion things you can listen to. So you let us keep your company driving around, blah, blah, blah. Sincerely. It's, it's, uh, appreciated. Uh, I hope everyone has a, uh, a fantastic Thanksgiving holiday, whatever you're grateful for. Seriously, spend a little time thinking about it. And, um, we'll, uh, be back here a week from now, presuming Steve comes back from, from uh, Valley new year and Sonia Noggy hundredth edition. Get oh, at yeah. it. It's over 100. Go Chargers. 100, 100 plus. Go Chargers. See you next week.